0: hey everyone welcome to the work friends podcast where we bring meaningful conversations to you i'm jim Brewbaker, and i'm here with my co-host work and real friend ainsley stanley this season we're chatting with people from different walks of life to hear their story and how god has been faithful throughout we all know that i love a good sentimental moment and today is gonna be full of them so walk your dog go sledding do whatever you need to do and enjoy today's episode
1: Today on the podcast, we're chatting with one of our favorite couples, Kevin and Joanna Nethercott. If you've listened to our first season, you'll recognize Kevin, who's our boss and regional director at Youth Limited YFC, from his episode on mentoring. Today, we're going to get a little more personal and hear their amazing testament of God's faithfulness in their lives through difficult seasons.
0: Thank you guys so much for being here. I think it's safe to say that, I mean, obviously, Kevin, this is your second time being here, but you're some of our favorite people. So thank you for being here. Um, yeah, Kevin, round two. Joanna, this is your podcast debut. So welcome.
2: Thank you for having me today, you guys. <laughs>
0: we're,
1: we're excited. We're excited. So, Kevin, normally we ask people to tell us about themselves, but you've already done that, so if you want to hear about that, if you're listening, you need to go back and listen to our first episode with Kevin, but Kevin always opens up our leadership program and his nature walks with Mr. Nethercott with a dad joke, so we were hoping you would grace us with an infamous Kevin dad joke today.
3: Well, I sure would love to, Um, (laughs) and this one did not come from the internet or... Or from my book that I got for my birthday. Um, this dad joke came straight, straight from Lawrence Stuckey, um, my father in law, and he is super funny guy. Um, and so I really liked it. I told it yesterday, and uh, the kids didn't get it, and Bart, <laughs> Bart didn't get it. Um, so, Bart, if you're listening, uh, thanks for that. But, anyways, the, here goes for real. Uh, for real. Why do honeybees buzz? Honeybees buzz because if you took their honey and nectar, you'd buzz too. You guys get it? No. See, I told you it was a fa- a failure. But you know what? I laughed when Lawrence told it. So why do honeybees buzz? You buzz too if you took if you got your honey taken and nectar. So yeah, you guys figure that out.
0: That's your husband, Joanna. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you guys have been married for two years and have had a bit of a different start to marriage than most. Fun fact, in 2019, Ainsley and I went on a trip with Youth Unlimited to South Africa with Kevin and Joanna, who were brave enough to come on this trip with six teenagers um, when they had only been married for two weeks. Um, Just one of the many things that you guys are so incredible. I don't know if that sentence made sense but so Joanna tell us about yourself what makes Joanna Joanna
2: I am a wife a mom and a grandma I love teaching math at LDSS and I do everything speak move everything quickly (laughs) I am a follower of Jesus I am an introvert and I am pretty tender-hearted that's fun fun fact Joanna was
1: my math teacher in high school And I loved being in her class because she was a great math teacher and not because I could just bring her Timmy's when I was late and she wouldn't mark it down. So just so you know, that had nothing to do with why I liked you as a teacher. So anyway, enough with that. It's super fun to get to know you outside of school. And I'm sure it's fun for you to get to know me outside of school probably likes me a lot better now. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, just learning to actually love and appreciate you so much. So tell us a bit about you guys.
2: What do you guys like to do for fun? What gives you life? I love being outside. Uh, anything. Um, camping, biking, canoeing, gawking at the scenery on the back of a snowman mill. <laughs> I even invent outside chores in the spring just to get out. I love coffee, as you said. Also playing the piano and reading can give me joy. And uh,
3: I also like being outside. I love canoeing, biking, and uh, sledding. I like taking care of animals and we have some miniature horses and chickens and cats and a dog at the farm where we live and I love running machinery, I love machinery.
0: Cutting grass is personally my favorite, yes, can relate. (laughs) Um, When I think about God's goodness and healing in people's lives, I often think of the two of you. Um, We're going to start off and focus on you Joanna, tell us a
2: bit about your story pre-Kevin. Okay, so I moved to Listowel in 1994. My husband Frank and I were teachers and we were just starting our family. We had three children over the next couple of years and I stayed at home when they were little and Frank taught grade 7. We felt called to ministry and Frank left teaching to work with YFC in Listowel. It was an amazing journey. When I had first met Frank he had been a recovered alcoholic who had met Christ in his search for sobriety. He was sober for many years. But when back pain hit hard, a few years into ministry, we began a spiral of addiction to pain meds and then alcohol again. It was a slow journey, but our home became very unhealthy, lying in hiding, disintegrating relationships, isolation and anger. The children suffered a lot um, from our choices and their own. Over almost two decades, Frank's health failed, and he was constantly in and out of hospital, and constantly in life-threatening crises. This was hard on all of us. He had a liver transplant, but he passed away a year later in 2016.
1: Throughout those hard seasons, how did you stay connected to God?
2: Prayer primarily. Um, Sometimes my prayers were desperate and short, but I knew I was heard and that my father was there and walking with me, and I knew many others were praying. I had a small group of trusted friends and spiritual mentors that knew my story and walked wisely with me. They encouraged me um, to choose faithfulness and to trust in God's care, even when I didn't understand. I chose to go to church faithfully and meet with God's people, and sometimes it was the last thing I felt like doing, but I left encouraged and challenged and glad I had gone. Music was also a great gift to me. Songs of the wonder of God's love and power were deeply comforting. Songs like, Lord, I need you, or I am not alone. I didn't always spend the time reading God's Word that I wish I did. I know I forfeited some guidance and peace by choosing to try and run through life on my own. Through all this, were you ever angry with God? I don't know if I would say ever, but no, generally no. My struggles were different. They were on waiting. Waiting was hard for his timing. Um, That he would work. I knew he could work. I struggled with my attitude, with my family, and with forgiveness. And uh, I struggled with really believing that he loved me deeply the way I was.
1: Hmm. So what did healing look like for you?
2: Um, To me, healing looks like peace. Uh, Peace from fear and from pain and from figuring it out. (laughs) You can't. (laughs) Um, Healing has been a lifelong journey, and it's still ongoing. But there have certainly been key moments along the way. Frank's last year of life was really awful for him physically but I am so thankful for that year and the opportunity the kids and I had to have some words of forgiveness with him. It was very important. I have been to a counselor as an individual after Frank died and as a couple with Kevin and I highly recommend a Christian professional to speak into your life. I also have a mentor that is honest with me as I walk forward in my journey. For a couple of years I added three things daily to my thankful journal which helped with healing too. The greatest source of healing, however, has been reading my Bible. The Psalms can just nail how I feel day after day, the sense of God's overwhelming presence in the stories of others, and the understanding of myself, the conviction of my sin, and also my deep worth has healed what I was looking for from others. God has been so good to me through that time, and since that time, and will continue to be, I know.
0: I think I've always, I mean, I personally love hearing people's stories, but i am always blown away by God's healing power. Like, it doesn't make sense to us that he would heal the brokenhearted or bring beauty from ashes or anything like that. Um, And yet he does it like over and over and over and over again. Um, So thank you for sharing that. Now, through all of this, you knew Kevin. Um, you guys were neighbors, friends went to the same church. Your kids knew each other. Kevin, you were going through your own journey through all of that. Can you tell us about your story during this time?
3: Absolutely. Um, so I went through some, some real struggles in my marriage a number of, for a number of years. Uh, we went through counseling. Um, but sadly it ended in divorce and that was kind of over 2011 to 2017. Um, and, uh, walking through this, this journey was, was very difficult, probably the most difficult thing that I ever experienced in my life.
1: What was the biggest lesson that God taught you through all of that?
3: Um, well, I, I learned that God walks with, with us through the darkest days. And it really cemented the idea of, of God being close to us. Um, his name, Emmanuel, that we, we talk about and celebrate, uh, particularly at, at Christmas time, um, became more real to me than ever before in my life. So um, I think that was one big lesson I learned about God
0: for you, what did healing look like?
3: Um, healing looked like walking closely with mentors, counselors, um, and family. Um, I spent a lot of time in God's Word. Um, I tried to uh, practice spiritual disciplines, prayer, fasting. I, I think uh, particularly meditating and fasting um, was something that I focused on that was really important and really uh, times when I heard God and what he was saying to me. Um, and healing took time. It, it took a lot of, a lot of time and uh, it didn't happen overnight. And I would say it's still happening. Um, willingness uh, to re-engage with, with people, um, it was, it was easy for me to want to isolate myself and just hang out alone. And, uh, part of healing was, was engaging with people and, you know, kind of inviting myself over. But beyond that, um, willingness to re-engage, uh, with, with someone, um, romantically was, was huge. God brought me to a place that I was content being, being single. Um, but open to what he had and uh so um a part of healing was was kind of coming to that point and again being open to what what that might look like if if there was someone else for me so yeah
1: yeah i know it's funny because i would have known you through most of that and been very distant from everything going on and towards the later years you know you chose to be open-handed with your growth process which I know Jen and I would both say was like really powerful for us in the sense of like we felt entrusted with your story but also just to know that we we didn't even know necessarily the struggles that were going on but we saw the way that you were faithful to God through all of that and I know I mean, Jen and I like to have sentimental moments, but, you know, we've had yes. conversations about the things that we learned for you through that. So, yeah, it's, it's cool to be able to, to kind of see a little bit more full circle now, but to watch you go through that and how your faith was strengthened, not shaken through that time was, was a huge gift for us. So um, I just think it's so cool because you both have a powerful story of how God was faithful, when things were difficult, you know, life kind of took a detour and you ended up in this spot where you didn't think that you would be at. And, you know, then he shows even more grace and, you know, over your lives and the way he brought you together. And yeah, so can you just talk a little bit about that? Because you both kind of experienced God's grace over your situations and then it was just like a, a bonus, I guess you could say. Um, so yeah, just walk us through that part of your journey when you guys, you know, actually got together.
3: Well, it uh, it started with a phone call. Um, <laughs> I uh, um, was not sure if I should say anything, and I knew that it would be a huge risk to say something if Joanna was not interested, because the work that I did at the time in the high school uh, was in her room. So I thought <laughs> if this goes... If this doesn't go well, this could be really awkward for for a while. Um, but anyways, I, I just felt like I, I needed to tell her how I was feeling. And so I called her up and uh, she was uh, doing prep probably because it was after school uh, one day and just told her how I felt. And uh, it was probably the most difficult phone call I've made in a very (laughs) long time. Um, but, uh, um, yeah, I, uh, kind of tried to get my, my thoughts and feelings out and, uh, and, uh, eventually said everything I wanted to say. And, Hope for the best.
2: (laughs) I might have responded awkwardly, but (laughs) anyway. So we started by talking regularly on the phone and asked each other a lot of questions. In fact, every so often we still say this, I come with questions, Joanna. (laughs) 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 I come with questions, Kevin. Mm. Um, We studied together and we prayed together on the phone. That was our first
3: Mm. step. And there were some people after that was out of the way before anyone else knew about it that uh, that are very important to me my some of my mentors and my family and uh, I wanted to talk to them before we started into this relationship and so um, that started with my boys um, and then kind of worked its way out from there but had a lot of really affirming conversations that were, yeah, people that, uh, are, are close to me and, uh, people were encouraging. And so I kind of, that was part of my fleece. If, if this is not, uh, of God, um, then this is not, these conversations will, will bring that up and, um, uh, yeah. So that was that was really good to have those those conversations with family and, and mentors.
2: And then he asked me on a first date. <gasps> and I might have been smitten. What's smitten mean? <laughs> just, you know, head over heels. Oh, okay. Maybe a little. A sad. good thing. A good thing. I was thinking smited. Th- no. and I was like, that's <laughs> not good. That's, uh, I hope smitten. I wasn't
3: doing that. <laughs> oh,
2: very good. And we continue to ask lots of questions and learn about each other
3: and so it was a february that we went on our first date to uh a little pub in lucknow <laughs> there was nobody else there very romantic um and then a year later um i uh asked joanna to marry me and uh that was a fun story too sure please do i was yes. hoping you so, would i was so hoping you would i we went out for supper it was it was around valentine's day but it wasn't valentine's day uh i don't think no and uh, it was a real stormy night so we couldn't go to town so we just had chinese and and uh went to joanna's to watch some uh tv or a movie or something and i got her flowers and uh I put the flowers on the table and I had written on the card, um, like, hi, Joan or, uh, love you, Joanna. You know, these are for you, whatever. I just have a quick question for you. And the question on the card was, will you marry me? And, uh, the funny thing about it was Joanna, uh, put the card on the, on the counter and got the flowers. I put them in a thing and a vase is what the thing's called. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and totally dismissed the card, and I was like, "Well, that was an epic fail." And I was like, um, "Joanna, maybe, maybe have a look at the card." And so she picked up the card, and she didn't have her glasses on, so she was like squinting, looking at it. And I'm like, "This is, this is terrible. Like, I'm gonna have to read her what I wrote, and uh, that's gonna really lose its effect." But uh, she, she struggled through it and uh, got the words out, and then was like yes so um that was that was a cool answer um but uh it really took a while for us to get there you know
0: what was going through your mind as all this was happening Who, me well both like it's i love this story and obviously when you told us at staff our next staff meeting kevin we were over the moon but yeah in that moment what was going through both of your minds
3: like like when she said yes no, like, oh. as you,
2: she was reading, disrecu- like, putting the card aside. Well, as as you said, sweating. I do everything fast, so I'm, like, mm. trying to find a vase. and trying to get the flowers in the vase, so I'm not just, like, holding up this watching a movie process, <laughs> and so I'm flying around the kitchen. She
1: wasn't thinking much, just, I wasn't like, let's thinking get these flowers and some card.
2: Card, Really?
3: <laughs> and I was thinking, how am I going to get her to read this? <laughs> like, I need her to read the card. <laughs> Hopefully she doesn't shred it. I was, yeah, so we got her to read it, and then, uh, yeah, I was pretty excited after that.
0: Everything seemed to have worked out.
3: Yes.
0: (laughs) Uh, What did you guys do during that season that you are really thankful you did?
3: Um, The one thing we we did a lot of was we asked uh, each other a lot of good questions, and some were serious, some were lighthearted, some about the future, uh, just to get to know each other and build trust, um, that was something that, that I needed to to really rebuild in my, my heart and my life. And uh, there was a lot of risk involved. Um, and so just took one, one step at a time, steps of faith. Um, you know, from the phone call to the the flowers with the card, it <laughs> was all these steps along the way but there was a lot of conversation and questions and prayer and and uh reading in between
2: we went on lots of where erase (laughs) (laughs) there were lots of walks and drives together which again this is when we were asking each other questions but we just loved to be outside and just spending that time together and we spent some time with family as well that was part of our journey
1: so, talk about how you serve God together now.
3: Well, we uh, we try every day to to spend time with each other with with God. Um, it usually happens after after supper. That's kind of our time. Um, we both have a heart for youth. Um, Joanna is in the classroom, and uh, I'm on the court or mentoring one-on-one uh but but both of us have a heart for youth and and where opportunities arise like youth camp uh we we we've done a, a spiritual retreat together taking people overseas wherever we can do things that make sense together um we we love doing that
2: when i can join him at a yfc event and support what he does i just love to be there i just think this is so important and uh, I love, and it's important to both of us to build into the staff that he works with, including you two lovelies <laughs> and our families. We want to serve together.
0: Yeah, I just, I'm just sitting here taking it in. I just love you guys so flippin' much. And the way that you care for each other, number one, and how God has brought you guys together. Um, and how you care and love the people around you, Ainsley and I included. One time, I mean, I think this is when you guys were dating. Um Kevin, you were in South Africa uh, to just kind of see how what things were like over there, and he wasn't here. Um, Ainsley and I were hanging out with our good friends, and we're like, we kind of want to do something exciting. What do you do in Listowel that is exciting? Except for like, into
1: your boss's house. Yeah, so
0: that's what we did. We took pictures, like kind of like awkward family photo pictures. Went to Walmart, got some frames, printed them. Um, and then we broke into your house, but not breaking him like illegally. We got Jake, but, um, Joanna was so good. Joanna's like, girls, I don't know what you're doing, but like my hands are clean, essentially. (laughs) (laughs) So
1: (laughs) if Jake lets you in, I won't say anything, but
0: I ain't giving you a key. Yeah.
3: So, uh, the, the pictures are up in our house in different places. And sometimes people are like, who are those for? (laughs) They're very special people we love. Oh, my god! So gosh. that's what we tell them. I made sure to yeah. set
1: ourselves the picture of the girls with the picture of his son. So it's yes. the
0: boys and the girls. Yes. <laughs> my dad was at your place. He's. I'm like, oh, did you see any family photos? And he's like, yeah, why are you in it? Like, why are there pictures of you guys? I'm like, Dad. <laughs> yeah but that's what I mean I'm just like it it goes so beyond like you being our boss and you being our boss's wife like you guys really are our second set of parents here I mean I'm speaking for myself Ainsley can say what she wants to say but (laughs) retweet um but yeah you guys do that so so well so thank you for that um What do you guys know about God that you didn't before that you think would be an encouragement to people in their season of life, whether they're single, married, dating, whatever? How would you encourage them?
3: I think what I would say, no matter what season of life you're in, what I continue to learn is that Jesus is enough. And uh, uh, Psalm 23, one in the NLT says that I have all that I need in, in him. And he continues to cement that idea. And um, yeah, whatever stage you're in, hang on to that. And and look to him for what he has in the days ahead. Um, He wants our best. And he wants to grant us the desires of our heart. So yeah, that's what I would say. Joanna.
2: I feel that I learned in a new and real way. That God is there each single step each day. And those circumstances do not necessarily change. He is faithful and he is working. I also learned that his timing is not mine. It is perfect, but not easy. I can rest better in waiting on his good story and that he loves me deeply. Hmm. That's good.
1: I don't even have anything to add to that because it's just (laughs) taking it all in. Hmm. Um, so you guys are the first people that we're interviewing for this season, and basically we're hearing from people from all different walks of life, age, upbringing, all with this idea of focusing on legacy and story. And this is the question we're asking everybody. What story are you hoping to write that will be told about you years down the road?
3: I would love the story to be a story of redemption that would be told that God redeems our stories. Um, Our prayer is that our lives would point to Him in all things, our relationships, our decisions, possessions, money, work, etc.
0: To end things off, uh, Kevin, and you've already answered this question, so you can quickly think of something else, but what's the best piece of advice you've been given?
3: Um... I I would say this time that when you're uh, living in dark times, surround yourself with a few people who have walked through hard times and have followed Jesus. Journey with them. Don't isolate. You are not intended to carry suffering alone.
2: I had a friend that told me to buy a journal, and she was kind of adamant. She actually called me when I got home to make sure I bought one. (laughs) She's a good friend. Um, and, And to write in it. As I sit with the Lord each day to remember what I learned, which helps actually, but to look back over his work over time and to see answered prayer, to be encouraged and to be thankful.
1: Well, if we couldn't say thank you a thousand times for just your wisdom, I mean, obviously we keep being like, we're so excited to have you on. But, you know, for Jen and I, we get to hear your wisdom and your love and your, you know, learning from God, all of these things all the time. And we just are always like, I just want everyone else to hear how amazing you are. And so, and we say it just like that quite often, like every day. I'm not, it sounds like I'm being dramatic, but I'm not. This is like very much reality (laughs) of how we act, but we are just so thankful for you. And we're so thankful that you're willing to be open with your stories and, and the way that you, you don't shy away from talking about things that aren't always fun to talk about. And, and that the focus of that story is, isn't Kevin, it isn't Joanna, it's Jesus. And I just think that's so cool. So thank you from the bottom of my heart and And mine too. And mine (laughs) for being here. We just, we love and appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. We have more amazing conversations like this coming up that you will not want to miss. So make sure that you're subscribed on whatever podcast platform you're using. And you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Just Work Friends. Also, if you've been enjoying the podcast, feel free to give it a review so we can see what you guys enjoy on the pod. Bye. Bye. (laughs) That's so gross.
0: (laughs) Bye-bye. See you,
1: everybody.